to welcome you to another episode of Money Matters Top Tips for Success, where I bring on business owners, entrepreneurs, and executives and have them share their top tips for success with you. My name is Adam Torres. You can follow me on Instagram at Ask Adam Torres. Keep up with my book releases, book tour schedule, signings, all that other good stuff. Always love to connect with you there. And as always, if you'd like to apply to become a co-author of one of my upcoming books, just head on over to the website, moneymatterstoptips.com, and click on Become an Author to Apply. All right, so today I have Rob Tracy on the line. He's the president over at Rob Tracy Factory Solutions. Uh, Rob, welcome to the show. Thanks, Adam. I'm excited to be here. So um excited to get more into what you're doing over at Rob Tracy Factory Solutions. Um, but before we do that, let's get a little bit more into your background. So how did you get started in business and as an entrepreneur? Yeah, we'll, we'll start with uh, how I got into business. Uh, you know, I, I really followed my, my father's footsteps for a long time. You know, he was, in, he went, was a very poor guy uh, growing up, uh, mm-hmm. put himself through engineering school and went to General Motors and climbed the ladder there to the point that he was running a 12,000-person division, and wow. that seemed like a pretty good way to go. So I uh, I went to engineering school, got my degree, and went to work at General Motors and hated it. And, and uh, mm. it was just too big and too uh, too bureaucratic for me. So I, I ended up uh, progressively taking a series of jobs at uh, smaller manufacturers. And by small, I, I really kind of became my formative years were we're at Anderson Windows, which was about a billion-dollar company back in the mm-hmm. days, and uh, and that's where I climbed the ladder. And I ended up getting titles like VP of Operations and and uh, Chief Operating Officer of a division. And but even that was larger than I wanted. I, I wanted to to be in organizations where we could move faster and and make things happen. So I went and, and took a job at a supplier to the window industry, where I became again Chief Operating Officer and then eventually CEO. Um, those were my formative years. That's where I learned a ton about about manufacturers and businesses and how they work and and uh had the luxury of having some great mentors along the way the uh I also learned what doesn't work and uh and the challenges <laughs> they face um you know throughout throughout that uh that time period I, my my forte was going into really troubled operations and and help them get mm. fixed and that's carried over into a little bit of what I do now in my my current business uh so for thirty years of of being in corporate environments i uh I decided to hang up my shingle and go on my own, and, and there were two drivers to that. One is, you know, I've just, I've just got a passion around manufacturing in the U.S. I, I want it to be vibrant and healthy, and I think it's an important part of our economy. Uh, and I think I can do more by being nimble and, and serving multiple organizations as a consultant than I can do is rather than just being inside one. But I've also just had a dream to my own, my own, own my own business, and uh, I didn't want to look back 10 years from now or 15 years from now and kick myself for not having the courage to do it. Well, wow, that's a great story. Um, and as I mentioned to you when we were kind of doing the show warm-up, there's some, uh, you know, there's a lot of younger listeners listening that are maybe just getting out of college or newer to the workforce, and they're starting sure. their first career, maybe their second career. Um, what kind of advice would you give to them kind of on, on climbing the corporate ladder? You, you know, I, I think there's a couple things that I'd, I'd uh, emphasize. Is, is One is make sure you're taking control of your career, uh, even if you're in a larger organization. You know, choose the the engagements and or the assignments that you take carefully. You want to be learning every step of the way. Um, you know, I think there's a myth around the safety and security that larger companies can offer, and you just want to be building your skills and and developing yourself every step along the way. You know, not knowing exactly what the future may hold. I've changed jobs a bunch of times, and you, and having a well-rounded set of skills can be really powerful. 
No, that makes a lot of sense. And you know, once upon a time, and you know, because you, because um, you, you know, had lineage in the factory system, you'd work for somebody for thirty years, get your pension, and you're done. And that was your career. You yep. know, you climb yep. as high as you want if you wanted to, or if you found your nice, comfy place and you didn't want to climb as high, then you kind of coasted out and coasted and just kind of did the best you could with where you were at, and call that a career, and you know, focus on other things. Um, so yep. nowadays, I agree with you. It's almost like these ro- the rotations you would have had in a big company, um, you're now having in multiple companies or even multiple industries, professions, maybe even kind of mixing in some entrepreneurial ventures in between. So, you know, the whole landscape of, of the workforce in general has changed. Um, so I, I agree totally completely. agree with you on that. Um, Rob, yep. let's switch it up a bit. I want to get more yep. into what you're doing over at uh, Rob Tracy Factory Solutions. Uh, so you gave us your background. Um, what what kind of things are you doing over here to kind of help companies, and what kind of projects do you work on typically? Yeah, well, my my typical client is, is a manufacturer, although I do some work outside of manufacturing and construction, some other markets. But I tend to focus on mid-sized companies, you know, 15 million to 200 million. Done work on both ends of that, but but that's the, the core. And I usually come in and help them when they're dealing with some sort of significant issue. Um, and it could be everything from a profitability issue to something more positive or just a, where they've got a young leadership team that needs mentoring. Uh, could be that they're having a hard time serving customers and their, their on-time delivery is at the tank and they don't know what to do. Uh, I come in and help break through that. So I've got a process I take them through where we break through those challenges and get them back to being healthy and stable and performing well. Mm. Uh, any kind of trends that you're, I mean, obviously it's going to change from size of the company, business to business, and different things, but, you know, when somebody runs into these troubles, I'm guessing in manufacturing, it's similar to many other businesses, like certain things could have been maybe avoided on the onset. Are there any kind of trends that you notice that you see time and time again when you're bringing on new clients? Yeah, you know, that, that's, a, that's a great question, and, and there are, Yeah. Sometimes when I'll go talk to a new client, they'll say, do you have experience in this particular industry, this niche? And the answer is no, but there there are really common threads that run throughout. One of the biggest trends that I see, or not, I don't know if it's a trend, but an issue is that the company, their leadership team has gotten sidetracked onto some new venture, whether it's an acquisition they're exploring or some new product, and they've lost focus on the fundamentals. And, oh, wow. and you know, there's, I've got like 10 core systems that I always look for in a company, and usually the issue they're having is because they took their eye off the ball on one of those core systems. And that could be a talent system about how they're keeping their talent inside the organization. Mm-hmm. It could be their management system, their quality system, their inventory. It could be any one of those, but they lost focus on the core while they're chasing a shiny object. And uh, and so that, that's probably one of the biggest trends that I, or common occurrences I see. Mm. Um what? How long do um, do some of these turnarounds take? Because I'm just trying to get a feel for like the scope of time that you typically work with companies. It's like months, years, and I know it'll vary, but just to get a feel for the listeners on on kind of what kind of things you work on. Yeah, it it, uh, it usually uh, takes a month or two, and sometimes if they need help with implementation, it'll go longer than that. So if it's okay, I'll just give a quick example. Please, I please. Was, I was in. Yeah, I was, I was at one one client. It was having, they had the luxury of that their their orders had skyrocketed. They had all kinds of new mm. business coming, but they couldn't get all the product out the door. And mm. their lead times had grown from six weeks, which is a normal industry lead time, to 20 weeks. And it was irritating customers. Um, and customers to the point to that they were thinking about leaving, they were calling, they were frustrated. People were working a ton of overtime. It just felt chaotic. It was a mess. Um, 
came in, diagnosed what was going on, and there was a couple kind of simple things, not simple is the wrong word, straightforward yeah. things that we needed to deal with. Um, but within six weeks, we had the production had increased by 20%. Lead times were on their way down. We had talked to all the customers and let them know what their, you know, what they could expect. They were back on board with them. And I ended up staying with them for two or three months to help them guide them through that, and then they took over mm. and, and ran the rest of the recovery. That's awesome. That's a great story, by the way. Um, so, Rob, if somebody's listening to this and uh, and they mm -hmm. want more information on connecting with you or, or um, with Rob Tracy Factory Solutions in general, um, what's the best way for them to reach out? Yeah, there's, I'll give you three ways. Um, one is that if they, they just want to know more about what I'm doing, they can go to my website. It's robtracy.net. I do have a blog on there, so you get, get a little more inside the and how I think about things and look at things. Certainly on LinkedIn, uh, you can find me at Rob Tracy, and, uh, or just email at rob at robtracy.net. Oh, that's fantastic. Well, hey, Rob, I really appreciate you coming on the show and sharing your experiences and, and also background. And to the audience, as always, thank you for tuning in. I hope you got a lot of value out of this. If you did, don't forget to subscribe to the podcast, leave me a review, do all those great things that we do to uh, support our podcasters. I really do appreciate it. And, uh, Rob, thanks again for coming on the show. Thank you.